Hello, everyone, and welcome to Committed to Christ. This is Greg and Kelly Krawick. Before we get into today's episode, I would like to remind you of our email address. The email address is c2conair at gmail.com. If you have a prayer request or would like to leave us a feedback, or if you have a subject matter that you would like us to cover in one of our programs, feel free to leave us an email. Well, on today's podcast, we're going to be talking about raising Christian children. And Kelly's going to kind of talk about her experience. So I was raised in an Assembly of God home. We Mm -hmm. went Sunday mornings, Sunday nights, and Wednesday nights every week. I had a lot of friends who, you know, their parents made them go also. I was, I went to a Christian school. The school started when I was in seventh grade and I went all the way through 12th grade and graduated from the school. I, growing up, thought that as long as I did what was right, I was not going to go to hell. That was my main focus, you know, growing up. If you don't do this and you don't do that, if you don't, you know, all these things you're not supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You're not supposed to, you know, you, I actually I mean, don't even kiss a boy. You know, it, it was <laughs> all the way down to not dancing. I mean, it got ridiculous. Uh-huh. There was a lot of legalism. And that, I think the church has changed a lot since then. Some of it's good, some of it not. One of the things is I didn't, I understood right from wrong. That is one thing that the church taught me, right? So I knew, mm-hmm. unlike you, that some of the things I was doing were not right, you know, whether or not I was doing them right. And sure. I was going to go to hell if I did these wrong things. Mm-hmm. So that's how I grew up. That was good and, and bad because I think I didn't understand that when you make a mistake, you don't necessarily, it's not God, God has forgiveness. I didn't understand sure. the forgiveness side of it. Okay. So if you do something wrong, I, I felt like everything was a work. Okay. Mm-hmm. If okay. I did this and I had to do this to fix it. All law, and I, no grace. Yes. I never, sure. I didn't understand the grace thing at all. I'm still learning about the grace thing. Right. Part of it might've been, you know, my upbringing, you know, the, the, my, my parents, but it was, I thought if I do this, I'm going to go to hell. Uh-huh. It was cut and dry. There was no, that was it. So what I realized what I realize now in looking back and what I think a lot of parents don't realize is that the most important thing is that kids have a relationship with Jesus, that they understand that Jesus is a person. Yes. He has a personality. He, right. you know, he is a, he, can, he, he feels, mm-hmm. you, you can feel him. I didn't understand that. I didn't understand God that way. Mm-hmm. And I think if I would have, and I would have tried to build that relationship, you know, I, I'm not sure where we missed the mark, but. Well, and we see today a lot of kids that are raised in a Christian home and in church, when right. they get older, they do walk away from the Lord. Right. One of the things I wanted to mention is when you and I were children's pastors, we had no prior experience to, to that office. Right. We really, and, and when the pastor asked us if we would like to do it, I mean, I told him no, because right, right. I was like, uh, before he even finished his question, I said no, because I knew where he was going. And he said, okay, fine. And then I th- just thought about it for a little bit, and the Lord said, I want you to do this. So I called him back, and we did it. Anyway, during our uh, time as children's pastors, what you know, we did a lot of praying because we didn't really know what we were doing. Mm-hmm. 
And the Lord basically walked us through this. And what we did is we preached the cross to these kids. You know, I mean, we had fun and cut up and everything. It's children's church. But we put it back on them as an individual relationship. Trying to relate to them. Yes. So that they could understand With God. the Lord. Exactly. And that's something that I feel... And it's really hard to get it across. I think that we have to remember that our kids, when you send them to church, that's great. Church Mm -hmm. is good. They need to be in church. They need to be with Christian friends. You know, Christian schools are great. They need to be with Christian friends there. But what they are watching, what they are going to pattern themselves after, probably, I will say at least 75% of the time, Mm -hmm. you are going to pattern yourself as a child after your parents. Right. So what you see in your home is what you will be yes, for when sure. you grow up. Now, there are pastor's kids who grow up in a Christian home and they backslide. Mm-hmm. So I will just say, because I was one of the, I grew up in a Christian home and I backslid. I will just say that the Bible verse in Proverbs, you know, 2.22.6, train up a child in the way he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart from it. Mm-hmm. It's true. Now, remember, it says old, so, right. so there's no guarantee that you're even going to see this happen. But God promises us right. that if we train up a child in the way they're supposed to go, and it's not just about, I guess, well, how do you, you need to make sure that when you're talking to your children, they understand the importance of God. In, and if they see the importance of God in your life, if they see you on your knees praying, yes. if they see you really seeking the Lord, then they then that's that's what they see and so when they get older they're going to go back on that right. there's going to come a time you know and we all the whole free will comes into it cuz i can i know there are so many people that have have raised kids i have probably at least half of the kids that i went to school with are not serving the lord mm. in the christian school mm-hmm. You know, and, and some of it might have been because they were kids that didn't grow up in a Christian home, but some of them grew up in really strict Christian homes, and they're not serving the Lord now. Mm. They rebelled yeah. because they did, because it was all about the rules. It was all about God says you shouldn't do this, and God says you shouldn't do that. And, oh, my gosh, what can I do? Right. And pretty soon you get to the point where I can't do all this. That was me. I just can't do this anymore. I quit. Yep. You know, I'm all done. I'm not even going to try because I can't live up to this expectation that God has. Uh-huh. So we have to remember, you know, and, and that's what I try to, you know, because you didn't grow up in the Christian home. Right. You sometimes will look at our kids and say, well, why don't they just do this? This would be. And I'm like, well, OK, let's think about it. <laughs> you know, Sure. yeah, I think, too, that because and this is something that we just mentioned, you know, to our son in the car the other day. We live in America. America was founded, whether people like it or not, America was founded on Christian principles, on God. Yes. In God we trust. Right. People came to the United States. They came to America to escape religious persecution. Yes. So they're here. And, and we're talking, these are Christian people, not, it wasn't pagan. Mm-hmm. You know, the pagans, that, that's something totally different. But so, so we're in a blessed country because we are a Christian country. My son doesn't even understand what it is to be outside of God's blessing. Right. He has it in this country. He has it in our home. So he just gets everything and he doesn't even know where it's coming from. Mm-hmm. You know, so, so this is entitlement now where we're, it's just we're supposed to have this. This is the way it's supposed to be. No, it's not. Right. If you don't follow Christ, 
there's no blessing. Right. You know, and I think our country is headed there and we need to make sure our kids understand, you know, you have your cell phone because God blessed us and you're able to have a phone just like we do. Not because you're supposed, you know, you're, that's, everybody else has one, right? you know, but, but I was trying to explain to him and I, that's what I wanted him to understand. You're blessed because your dad tithes. You're blessed because your dad prays. You're blessed because he's our covering. And that, and then he gets rebellious and I tell him when you move out, you're going to be on your own. And, and you know, and he says, well, when I'm 18, yes, when you're 18, you can make your own decisions, bad, good, and otherwise. But until then, right. you're my responsibility. I'm going to teach you the way you're supposed to go. And if you depart from it, then sure. you're going to have to figure it out yourself. I can't. And that's the other thing is letting go of them and just letting them. I, I, I can't imagine. I really have to say, I don't know what it's like to have a child that goes way off into sin. And I raise them the right way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what that feels like. Mm-hmm. But I can imagine the agony and the heartbreak and yeah, and just beating yourself up about it. And what you have to remember is it is so much about relationship. Yes. Right. Amen. God is our best friend. And if we don't talk to our best friend in a couple of weeks, you know, if it goes a couple of weeks and we are not talking to him. For me, it's a couple of uh, minutes right. most days. But, but, but you know what I'm saying? If you're not talking <laughs> sure. to him, then you have no yes. relationship. Yes. Pretty soon you have nothing to talk right. about and there's nothing, anything, there's no commonality anymore. Right. And you're not, and that's what we have to teach our kids. Yes. It's about your relationship with Jesus. I right. remember telling our daughter when she was growing up, and I, I told her this a lot because she struggled in school. There was a lot of peer pressure. There were things, and I told her, I don't care. If you flip hamburgers at McDonald's, the most important thing to me is when I die, I want to be in heaven and I want you to come there too. I don't want you to, you know, and that should be our, that should be what's the most important, not how good they are at football or basketball, not how good they are at music or anything else. It should be, I just want you to have a relationship with Jesus, please. Please talk to him. Please pray. Amen. You know, um, earlier today, when I was thinking about this podcast, I, I was just kind of praying and talking to God. And I really felt like if children's pastors want to see a revival in their children's church, preach the cross. Right. If youth wants to see a revival in your youth group, preach the cross. Well, and you might not see numbers. Because exactly. we have to remember, well, this is what goes all the way back to, it is a heart relationship. Yes, it is. And the more you preach the cross, the more you're going to chase out the sin. Mm-hmm. The more the people who don't want it, the rebellious, are going to leave. Yes, they They're will. not going to want to be there. They're right. not comfortable. Right. They feel conviction. Right. But that's what we need to do. We're, we're, not, do, we're not doing a service right. to those kids right. as parents or as pastors right. if we let them sit there and think that the Bible is a bunch of stories about things that God did for for dead people. Well, and one thing I'll say that we learned as children's pastors is every time you have a service or or you know, you know, whatever you want to call it, a gathering of the kids or at yeah. church whatever, you need to treat that time with them like you're you only have those kids for that day. Right. You know what what you need to sow Jesus into them 
for that that day that you have them because they may not come back. And we we did have a lot of one-timers that came in and out. And we always stress that personal relationship, that Jesus wants to have a personal relationship with you. I would say the same for youth today. You know, I see a lot of youth groups that want to just have fun, play video games. And, and fun is important. Fun is important. Yeah. Right. I mean, but you can, but I want to have fun too. Right. The message has got to be but there. But the message is, yes, the message right. has to be there of Jesus Christ and him crucified, right. like Paul said, right. and and that he wants to have that relationship. Yes. That is number one right. is that relationship with him. Right. And God will continually pursue you. Yes. He will not let you go. Right. So we have to remember, and I'm, I'm speaking to the Christian parents and the parents who know better that maybe aren't serving the Lord right now. Your children watch you. Yes. They will do what you do. Yes. They will pattern themselves after you. Right. If you're cussing and you're getting angry and you have no self-control, they're not going to either. This is true. I see it in my son. You know, things that I have, I have no patience. I get really, I shouldn't, I don't want, I don't want patience. I'm not praying for it. <laughs> okay, Lord, you hear me. I really, I'm working on it. But I mean, I'll get really upset about something well, and then I'll watch him, if, you know, i watch him and he does the same thing. Yes. Because he's with me all the time. Right. So we have to remember, you know, sending your kids to church, mm-hmm. just because it's the right thing to do, if that's the only reason you're doing it, why bother? Right. Well, and I will say you're right about pattering yourself after your parents because yeah. the one thing that I struggled with after I got saved and gave my life to Christ, I learned it at home. Yeah. That's where I that's where I learned it. That's where I got it. Right. And you go back to your old. That's mm-hmm. why God says if you train up a child, they'll go he will when he's old he will not depart from it because right. it's true. Yeah. It's the same if you raise a child in an alcoholic abusive home. What do most boys who watch their dad beat up their mother, drink alcohol, come home a drunk mess, what do they become? Yeah. They become that. Exactly. You're, you know, and you can send them to church. They'll have a little bit of God. I'm not, I'm not saying don't send them to church. I'm just saying don't think that because you send your kid to church and because you send your kid to a Christian school that they're going to be saved. Right. They're going to hear it. Yes, I mean, it's will. good for them to hear it. But you are responsible as a parent to set that example. Amen. Wow. I know. Scary. That yeah. is really, that is heavy no stuff. No pressure at all. No, it's, it's really <laughs> heavy. And then, and then, like I said, I just, God does not see any degree to sin. Right. So the fact that you're not serving him, no matter what you're doing, it all boils down to you're not serving him. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter, right? There's kind of different consequences, of course, right. but so we have to remember that too. Amen. If you have kids that are not serving the Lord right now. Pray, because God is faithful, and God hears our prayers, and God will honor your prayers. And you might not see it, and you might not be the one that leads them to the Lord, but somebody, God will put somebody in their path. That's right. Got to believe that, because I know it's true. I know it's true for my own life. The prayer of the righteous man availeth much. That's right. So, so don't ever be discouraged, even, even if your children know that they're going to come back to the Lord if they were, weren't serving them. And if you're serving the Lord and you're praying for them, they better look out because <laughs> God's going to be after them. And if you're not serving the Lord, 
Yes. Please give your life to him. Yes. Please give your life to him. That is the whole point of the Committed to Christ podcast that Kelly and I do is is the the outreach ministry. You know, we we want lives changed through this. We want to see people brought to salvation in Jesus Christ through this podcast that the Lord has called us to do. Right. And we're just, you know, normal people with no special elegant speech, but you know, we do we do know and we do trust God that he's faithful. Amen. 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 Well, that email address is c2conair at gmail.com. And we would like to thank you so much for listening. Please share this podcast if you know of someone that would benefit from hearing from it. Thank you so much and have a great day.